This episode is sponsored by Sebastian Sauce. Really good hot sauce, multiple flavors. Uh, go to SebastianSauce.com and uh, get some sauce while you're watching this. You are listening to the best show in the universe, The Anthony Rogers Show. Today's guest is Missouri State Representative Justin Hill. Justin Hill represents Missouri's 108th District, which is parts of St. Charles County. It's basically O'Fallon, Darden Prairie, Lake St. Louis. Enjoy. Welcome back to the greatest show in the universe. Today we have a huge guest, uh, the first elected official on the show, Missouri State Rep, representing uh, District 108. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well, thanks. I didn't know I... uh was the first uh, politician uh, to pass the muster to get on the show. Yeah, we had some aspiring politicians, but never an elected official yet. So we had like uh, Sondra McDowell, I think, which I respect, and uh, some other people like that. But you're the first elected, you're the first one that won. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, by the way, again, for winning thank this tournament. Yeah, thank you very much. That's cool. And I was doing a little homework in you, and I found more interesting information. because I liked what um, the press was saying about you, uh, and like I like, kind of like your attitude and how you're handling things. And then I saw that you used to be – you're a cop for 13 years, you, uh, uh, a private investigator – uh, undercover detective is what I was saying? Yeah, yeah I was a narcotics detective, correct. That, that's awesome. So you had like uh, two of my dream jobs so far. Like, <laughs> I, I've, I've been very fortunate, man. A lot of people tell me to write a book because uh, some of the jobs I've been able to hold. No, I, I agree. It's interesting, man. Like, uh, well, like to, a little bit off record from politics, what, what was being an undercover uh, agent like? What was that? Uh, what is that like for a layman who has no idea? It, it was incredible because it's, it's really, um, I mean, you take on another uh, person, personality, right? Because, you know, the goal is to trick her to convince somebody you're not the police uh, in order to gain their trust. So it's, it's, it's really, you know, I don't want to say mind games for lack of a better term, but it, it kind of was. So, uh, it's kind of like acting, honestly. Um, that makes sense. Know, and, and, you know, you get to buy drugs for a living, and that's kind of <laughs> interesting. That is interesting, yeah. I, I feel like we have a similar job with that. No. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just fuck around. But, uh, but, no, that's cool, man. Um, and then you've been in the news a lot lately for being one of the few politicians with balls, I would say, from my perspective. Um, you and Holly, uh, especially, in my opinion, out of Missouri – um, and, and like, uh, they're like, say STL today is trying to rip you apart for going to like a, a Trump rally, uh, the Trump rally, the six and stuff. Like, is that like an insult or something? It's like, I, they must not know your district, I guess. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's just it. They don't, they don't understand that like Missouri voted for Trump just because, right. you know, you know, Biden's in office doesn't change the fact that we largely elect, we have a super majority conservative legislature in the state of Missouri. We have every statewide office holder is a Republican except the auditor who was appointed to get into that position. She later won, won her election. But um, so as if it was a bad thing to go to D.C. Yeah. And listen to the president of the United States speak. Yeah, that was so, insane. Like when I read yeah. that, I was like, they don't know your market at all. <laughs> like, no, it, it, it was insane. But I tell you what, it, you know, I've been, I've been doing this for, I guess this is my seventh year now. And it was probably the most media attention I've ever had in my life um, because it got picked up by the national news, um, you know, and, and news outlets were just covering the, the, the story, but they weren't really reading the story. That news outlets were, wanted to just quickly share the fact that I was in D.C. And, and then they just took the freedom to write a very exciting headline and that's where they got in trouble because I don't know if you've been following this, but I got two retractions uh, and public apologies by, by the media. I didn't hear that part. That's funny. 
Yeah. So they, so Fox two was, was the first one. They ran a headline that said Missouri lawmaker attends riots. And uh, so I shared it out on Facebook and, and I said, you know, shame on them for never calling me. Uh, Shame on them for not reading the story where it clearly says I was not involved. And, um, you know, it got, it got enough attention on Facebook where the editor, the managing editor of Fox called me and apologized and said, we are going to do a retraction and we're going to do a public apology and we're going to run it all week. So that, I mean, kudos to them for standing by their mistake. I do Um, respect that. And then, yeah, I mean, it's just, they, they got caught, you know, and they, and they owned it. Uh, but then it, the damage is already done, though. The AP story uh, got s- shared so many times and so fast. The New York Post picked it up. And yeah. the New York Post, um, they, mistaken, they mistook me for a lawmaker from West Virginia who actually went into the Capitol, trespassed, right, yeah. and, and put it all on Twitter. But they used my picture. They used – and they said, they said the representative was now deleting tweets uh, that he, of live streams of him in the building – Right. <laughs> so, you know, I've had to hire attorneys to chase all these folks down to get retractions printed. Uh, and it's still not over. I'm getting sunshine requests daily. Um, you know, there was, I, I want to say it was, it was the first time I've been viral. Number one, <laughs> it was, uh, it, there was over a million um, impressions uh, or, or Twitter tweets or whatever um, about uh, from the Lincoln project, which is a, you know, it's the political arm of the Democrat party. Um, and I just started getting calls from everywhere across the country, um, from Canada and threats. And I mean, it's just, it was just insane, but I would do it again. I would do it again because you know what? That was my president. Yeah. I mean, I think you're in the right, uh, per- personally. And like, one of the right things about you, the loose way I know you just from social media, I was just like, no way. <laughs> like, like what they're saying, I'm like, I just, I can kind of understand who you are just like energy wise. And I'm like, and I'm like, there's no way. And like, uh, it just made no sense what they're saying. And like, and like they do that, like Gavin McGinnis is a writer and they do it to him a lot too. Like they'll, they'll call him a bunch of names and then they retract it after the damage is done. Like they'll be like, Oh, he's a racist, white supremacist, Nazi, homophobic, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, Oh, sorry. We didn't mean any of that actually. Like, like, like yeah. weeks later after the story already does his damage and that, and that's, that's their coping mechanism for libel and slander in my opinion. Yeah. And they, and they know they can get away with more because I'm a public official. Yes. Right? You can't, so you can't higher... be sued for that. Yeah. Yeah, right. So, I mean, there, I'm getting asked to speak all across the state now. And, uh, and I was just recently in Jefferson County. And I was just curious. I said, I said show of hands, how many people know uh, who I am? And it was a majority of the room, but about, you know, 70%. It was a large crowd. And I said, listen, you would have not known who I was three months ago. I mean, so it, it wasn't necessarily a bad thing for the politician. But, uh, you know, it's, it's slowing down now. Uh, the point was made, uh, you know, there was a small effort here on behalf of the Democrats to kind of try to run me through the mud here. But uh, they, they didn't. I mean, I spoke on an ethics bill two days ago. They had an opportunity. It was very inviting to them to try to try to say something and they didn't take it. So it's probably a good thing they didn't take it. Yeah, all they have is like identity insults. They, they, like Democrats are like allergic to policy. I feel like they don't, they don't they don't have any kind of like any word on any kind of policy or anything like that. They just want to insult people for power. It seems like that's what it's. And I think I think guys like you and Holly, this this may have. I mean, you guys already had great careers. I mean, you're, you're this is your seventh year. But I'm saying like guys like you and Holly, I think this is going to make your guys more like your career more so. I mean, I mean, I see Holly in a presidential seat seat eventually just from all this. I mean, he has billboards saying uh, to get rid of Holly and stuff. And like you're in the same category. Like any Republican right now is to be honest. But uh, we're all in this like witch hunt right now to where like they want to stifle us and delete our social media accounts and whatever else 
well, you nailed it. They want to silence us. They, and in fact, the DLCC, do you know who that is? The yeah. Democratic Legislative Campaign Committee. Um, they raise money. That's Pelosi's fundraising machine in D.C. Yeah. They put my name on a letter. State representative. I represent 37,000 people. <laughs> they put my name on a letter and sent it out throughout the country to their corporate benefactors and said, do not support this Republican, this state rep right? Yeah. If the DLCC, I mean, that tells me two things. They're afraid of people like me who are, who are un, uh, unapologetic, you know, God-fearing Americans, right? Who are willing to take a fight to them, right? Mm. Not, not a proverbial, you know, just a proverbial fight. Like, I'm not afraid of what they're going to say or what they're going to do. They're afraid of people like me. Um, and they're going to do anything they can to silence my voice. No, I definitely agree. And it's so, funny that the Lincoln Project going after you too. Like I think a week later, the uh, co-founder was found with like 14-year-old boys and stuff and they, uh, texting 14-year-old boys and stuff. And we had the guy, Ryan, who actually broke that story from uh, one, one of the major outlets on, on him talking about, I mean, so they're basically like witch hunting people with good morals, good ethics. I mean, the, the last Americans, I'd say, I say Republicans are the last Americans right now. And, and that's terrifying for me to say, but then yeah. they're going after good people and calling them whatever they do. Like they project their insults onto like whatever they are. They're all race baiting. They're just insane. Like, and then, and then and I think you like for and their slander campaigns and libel campaigns really have no say on you because I, I mean you're you're basically St. Charles County's wet dream. I mean you're you're a former police officer, you're a Republican. I don't see that going anywhere. Like like I, I, like you have what, what are you like Lake St. Louis, Darden, Prairie, O'Fallon, like uh like that yeah. area. There, there, yeah. There's no way they're ever voting a Democrat in. Like I I would be very surprised. That's correct. That's correct. I I uh, I'm a good representation of who I represent. That's for sure. Definitely. And I grew up in O'Fallon. So I, I appreciate uh, hearing you actually st stand up for all these things. And like the, I, I saw you mentioning the election fraud thing, which I'm, I have no idea how Joe Biden's president. I mean, uh, he didn't campaign. He has no, he, there's no way he got 80 million votes, more votes than Barack Obama. I'm like, what? Yes. Yes. And I don't know if you paid attention uh, last, I guess, last November, I started looking into Dominion. You know, did I expect uh, Dominion to like defraud Missouri's election Pro probably not we we weren't really important in the whole grand scheme of the electoral process however when i did do some looking into dominion i found out they didn't pay their tax liability to the state i saw that that's originally why i hit you up actually i saw that story break and like uh yeah that's a huge thing like how, how are they getting away with that how are they getting away with like running a business without doing anything like that like anything legal well, that, that's just it you know they're almost i almost they're almost like too big to worry about us you know what i mean the dominion's huge they make their money on government contracts missouri's not a huge market for them we have 28 counties that use their 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 system um these county clerks love using their product it makes their job so much easier you would be amazed how many people came in their defense but whenever i said they didn't pay their taxes so by law they're not allowed to operate a business in in missouri but what they did was they they uh used a contractor right so there there's a you know, um, a, you know, distributor here in Missouri, that's not the, not Dominion, but is authorized to sell their products and represent them. Dominion had a tax liability, but their, their vendor is the one that has the contract. So there was a little gray area. You know what though? They paid their taxes the next day. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess they must've felt it was pretty important then because I, uh, I tried to use that as a backdoor to get their source code. I want to, I want to make sure that, you know, they're on the up and up. No, I agree. And, I, and we need people like you calling out everything just so we could figure it out. Cause like, he's like, I mean, like Joe Biden doesn't even feel like president. Like, 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 like there's like, like they can't lie. I, I feel like they're just such terrible liars. Like it just doesn't make any sense how that guy 
who couldn't even have a crowd on inauguration. Had a, had, he calls Trump a dictator and then has a bunch of National Guard for his inauguration with no crowd. I'm like, I'm like if you don't see that he's just projecting, like, like you must be retarded at this point. It's, it just doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. You know what, though? Um, you know, I agree. I, I look at the White House now and I just feel like an imposter's there. Um, not all of that's going to be bad because what's occurring around the country now are people are, are recognize the importance of state government. Right. People seem to forget that the state created the federal government. The state has abdicated a lot of authority to the federal government over the years because of money, largely. Um, and now what we're seeing, all the red states were, you know, we're switching tracks. We're like, what can we do to protect our people here in Missouri? And the first bill that we're about to pass out of the House tomorrow is the Second Amendment Preservation Act, which says Law, state law enforcement officers cannot be commandeered to assist federal agents in any gun confiscation or any activity that chills uh, gun rights, you know, like taxing guns, taxing ammo, nothing. If they do, the cities uh, who uh, employ those officers will be sued or liable to that individual. Well, God bless so, you. We definitely need people like you, man. Like, yeah, it's, it's probably the strongest Second Amendment um, legislation in the country. Yeah, it's, it's weird. We always like me and my friends have this thing where like any, any we always say like any gun law outside of the Second Amendment is basically unconstitutional and sad. You have to make laws like this to back up all these insane laws. It's our fault. You're yeah. right. It's sad we have to do that, but it's our fault for advocating that. We just allowed it to go on. We allowed the federal government to just take more and more and more. And the ironic thing about it is, um, you know, I was a federal agent. I was a federal agent back in uh, 2000, was it eight, 2009, 2010. Um, I was in the DEA downtown St. Louis. So I was one of those task force agents that partnered with um, federal agents to do federal uh, investigations. Now here I am the one advocating for us to, we can maintain those agreements, but we cannot help them in any aspect of any type of gun confiscation or seizure. No, I respect that. I mean, you have inside information. So, I mean, I appreciate that you would, you would do that. I think you, you're a person that seems like you're serving your community regardless of what you're doing. So, I mean, and, and I respect that. Like, I, I recently just kind of did my homework on you. And I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with your resume. I like what you're doing. And I like how, like, you and Holly stand out most of me in Missouri right now. Like, you, uh, I'd, I'd say, like, you, Hill, you being Justin Hill and, like, Senator Holly are, like, amazing Americans, in my opinion, right now. And I'm, I'm honored that you guys are in Missouri and represent Missouri, to be honest with you. Well, you know what? I, I, I couldn't be here if it wasn't for good Missourians. Let's be honest. I mean, we, we, I have the ability to say some really strong things here on the floor because I know that's how my people feel that I represent. And I know that I, I, we were doing some education reform two days ago in committee. And I'm getting messages on Facebook because I'm just laying into these special interests. And, and I think it really is eye-opening now that we're doing all this virtual stuff. Like you can watch these hearings live on, our, on the House website for Missouri. And it's so cool to know that now people are paying attention and they're like, thank you for laying into them. We are so frustrated. Our kids are not in school and these, these superintendents and these teacher unions, they are just destroying our children. And it's time for children to be first. And, and I, I think... We are, we are in for some good stuff coming out of the state. We really are. I've, I've definitely never been happier to be from Missouri until this whole pandemic thing happened. When I see like all the other uh, cities, like kind of like cucking and just, just caving to like Dr. Fauci, whoever the fuck that guy even is. Like, they're, they're just like, Oh, yeah, I say this today. And like, like, I mean, the rules change every day and every, every other area. I mean, I, St. Louis is bad and Kansas city is bad, but outside of that, I mean, outside of that, Missouri, Missouri has made me very happy. And I see you, you, you do the same thing I do. You go out to eat and stuff and you're taking pictures like this is rebellion apparently right now going to Applebee's <laughs> is fucking rebellion now. And it's just like, and, and I respect that you're doing that. And I, I uh, there's a lot of good people out of Missouri doing that and fighting it. He's like, 
we'd all be dead if this pandemic was anything like, like severe. We'd all be dead. Like I did nothing, no precautions. I've never done anything to save myself. It just, it just doesn't make any sense or add up. Like, well, I've had the virus my whole family's had the virus and, and my family and I, we wear these uh, bands that we made. It's, it says COVID survivor. And then on the other side, it says part of the 99.997%. And honestly, I've been selling these things and they're going like hotcakes because I need to raise money to pay the attorneys that are chasing down the media. <laughs> so, That's so, awesome. Uh, yeah. Where can people and, buy that at? I, I mean, I'm, I mean I, I'm not online selling them yet. So I've just been uh, selling them up here at the Capitol because I want people to know, like, you can get COVID and everything's okay. You yeah. know? Yeah, I mean, right now, all people know is they see masks, and that creates fear. And I want to counter that fear. So I, I, that's why I made these bracelets that show people, listen, you don't have to be afraid. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully, hopefully I'll get it up, uh, you know, online uh, so, so we can get these things out so, so the public can start helping the, helping the cause to, to let people know that this is not the is all end all, right? Everything is going to be okay. But uh, we need to do it before they announce another strain. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's like. It's just like heart disease kills more people. And that, that's always the weirdest thing. Like I see like fat people with masks and they're terrified of COVID, but not heart disease. It just, make, it just makes no sense. Like people don't, I, and everyone's a, health exp, everyone's a health expert now. Everyone's a fucking politician like, well, without winning any office. Yeah, we're not done. We're going after St. Louis County, St. Louis City, Kansas City uh, for just, stomp, just stomping out small business. So we're doing stuff to take away that power for them to be able to just say, no, you, you can't go to church or no, you can't. Oh, you, you know, your business has to be closed at 11 because the boogeyman comes out. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're just done. Yeah. It, it seems like a lot of people forgot that we tell our government what to do. They don't tell us what to do. Right. They, just, they just completely forgot that. Like, like, uh, and then I tried, I mean, when I saw this whole thing happening, I registered to run for U.S. Congress against Corey Bush and like, a homeless woman beat me basically in St. Louis. You know I mean like, like St. Louis voted for a homeless woman that just cries about race. Like her entire policy is like crying about racism. Yes. yes. It's like, it's like insane. Like I tried to do the same thing you're doing because I see, I saw it collapsing in front of me and I'm like, I better get to Jeff city and sign up immediately. And I, and I, I gave her a decent rant for money, but she killed me. <laughs> like, identity identity politics, identity yeah. politics, man. It, it works for them. Yeah, I should have. I guess just said I'm a trans black woman, and I and I would have beat her. Like that's like that's how I have to like campaign next time. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like and it's and it's sad because you see you see like the area you represent doing very well. Like I mean, uh, my parents live in Winslow. I'm from O'Fallon. Um, I don't think you represent Winslow, but I'm from O'Fallon, and like uh and like that area is just like us. Like just like kind of like okay, we see the bullshit. We're gonna we're not gonna put anybody in harm, but we're gonna stand up for our free will and our rights. And 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 like I I don't I don't wish ill will on anybody. I just wish them a brain. Well, you can, yeah, but you can notice a, a, a significant difference in being in St. Louis County and coming over the river into St. Charles County. Uh, you know, freedom reigns. And, and when you let people make those decisions, to, if they want to close their business, fine. But sure. it's that decision, the ability to make that decision that keeps people free and prosperous. My, my, my district is the fastest growing district in the state. And it's because we have conservative values, you know, and it's because we like low taxes. Um, it's because we like small businesses. We do what we can to support the community that way. But when you're, when you have repressive government, like you have in St. Louis city, especially uh, it, it kills the economy and, and look at our, our hub, look at St. Louis city. Um, I want to say 10 years ago, we had 80 more corporate headquarters in the city of St. Louis. And we are bleeding jobs because of those democratic policies there. Um, so, and, and, and unfortunately, it's not going to be better. It's not going to get better for them. So we have to do what we can in St. Charles County to attract those businesses. So money walks. It does. 
No, you're right. And, and like, and St. Louis is like a sleeping giant held down by like idiots, basically, in my opinion. Like, like St. Louis has such potential, but then, but then like it's, it's ruined by like their policy. I think they want to make everybody broke. So they rely on them. Like the school systems are a joke. The, I mean, so they're not educating the youth. Uh, the jobs are a joke. I mean, the economy is kind of a joke. It's, it's like half the town's a ghost town. It's built for like millions of people and only 300,000 people live there. So it, it's just like a ghost town in certain parts. And like, and like, it has such potential. Like, like and, and, and even, if, even if you don't want to vote completely Republican, it, it needs to go back and forth at least. It needs, like, in, in St. Louis, it needs to go, like, to where, like, because Democrats have done some decent things, just not lately. <laughs> they, like, they have done, like, they have done some decent things. So, like, I respect certain things they've done, but, like, they have no respect for conservatives. They have no respect for anyone that doesn't believe their bullshit ideology. Ideas. Right, right. And that's the and, problem. And, you know, we're working on that, too, here. I mean, we think here, our caucus here thinks that city, city politics should not uh, be partisan. So if you run for alderman in the city of St. Louis, you shouldn't have to say you're a Democrat or Republican because partisan politics don't belong down there, right? We, we, want, we want different ideas, but we don't want labels. Here, it's okay to be partisan, right? Because there's big partisan issues that the state needs to resolve. So it's a little different back, back there. We need, yeah. to, we need to probably get rid of that you know, partisan election. And, yeah, and, so, and it's like the Democrats like haven't read anything about their history. Like, like they, they just call like Republicans racist and all these things. Republicans are literally founded by anti-slave abolitionists that are former Democrats that want to end slavery and, and equal rights for all. Basically, we, we created that. Like we start, our party started that. And, and like Democrats created the KKK. And then people are like, oh, that was the old. They're always like, that's the old okay. party. And I'm like, well, what about the crime bill? What about uh, all, like all, the record number of African-Americans going to jail? What about all, like the crumbling of African-American societies? Like, they don't do anything for black people. They take their money. They just take their money. It's, it's almost as if you've been here in the last two weeks in Jefferson City because that is exactly what's being set up here. Yeah, it's insane. It's like, did you read any of your history of the Democratic Party? I mean, to call a Republican racist is insane to me. We, the, we, Republicans used to be murdered for sticking up for African Americans. We used to be hanged. They would hang us, and they, and they would right now if they could, <laughs> like, to be honest. <laughs> I, yeah, you should see my emails. <laughs> I bet. No, I bet. You're under the fire. I bet a lot right now. It's like, I, that's crazy, man. And thank you for standing your ground, man. I, I appreciate that. Like, I mean, it takes a strong person to stand their ground and not just like talk to their ideology and all that stuff, man. Right. Well, you know, you know, I'm a father of four boys. And <laughs> if I get anything out of this uh, public service, it's that, uh, you know, I need to show them I need to be their hero, right? I do this for the community, but I do it for my family, too. And the left also hates family structure and strong father figures. <laughs> like, <you know, laughs> I guess I check all the boxes for yeah. them. <laughs> you're their complete enemy. You're their complete enemy. You're, you're, you believe right. in God. You serve your country. You have a family. I mean, you're, that, th who thought this would be the counterculture? Like, if you asked me 10 years ago, I would never think that we'd be the counterculture. Right, right. I know. Yeah, it's different times. That's for sure. That's insane. And I'm glad we got a guy like you in office, man. Um, do you want to throw anything out there, like promotion or any kind of like links you want people to add you on before we get out or anything? Like no, I mean, you know, I uh, I use uh, Facebook primarily for now, right? As long as we have somewhat uh, uh, conservative speech left on uh, Facebook, I'm working on that. But uh, you know, um, I appreciate you reaching out. It's good to be able to get this message in all forms. You know, um, honestly, it's my first podcast. I'm doing my first uh, documentary interview on Friday, so that should be interesting. Uh, you know, people want to learn about my, uh, my work history in the DEA and in regards to asset forfeiture. So that, that's, that'll be a fun discussion. I hope you continue to kind of dial into us what's going on here, because not a lot of people know who their state lawmaker is. And that's, that's a travesty. Because like I said, you know, at the beginning, we really need to flip the, flip the grid, right? We need people to pay attention what's going on in their state. Because the states are, in, are supposed to be running this thing. You know, our senators, Josh Hawley, Roy Blunt, you know, Senate, the Senate, the upper chamber in D.C. is representative of the state legislature. 
Okay, that's why it's important for people in Missouri to know who their state rep is and know who their state senator is, because that's the closest elected representative. You can dial me up, you can message me on Facebook and get a hold of me. It's hard to do with a congressman and woman, right? No, you're super responsive. I mean, just from my experience of uh, talking about the show, I mean, you've, you've been, I, like, any kind of annoyance I brought to you, you're just like, yeah, you answer me anytime. So I, I do respect that. And that's what it's about. It's about respect. It's about serving the community and respecting them. And I've never been more proud of, uh, proud of Missouri people in my lifetime than you, you and Senator Holly, in my opinion. I've never Thank been you. more proud of people, man. Appreciate you, Anthony. I really do. Thanks for your time, too. No problem. Thank you as well, brother.